is the seer here today? Is the seer here today? And tonight I'm going to continue with the second part of our message. Father Lord, it is my prayer that you will speak to your people. I am just a man. I am gathered here together with your people to hear your voice, O oh God. Push me aside now, O oh God. That you might take the front seat and lead us to our prepared place. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the believers will shout a huge amen. First Samuel chapter 9. Let me start from verse 17. First Samuel chapter 9, verse 17. Tonight I'm just going to take it slow. I'm going to take it slow. That is what I have in mind. I have no idea what God has for us. But that is what I have in mind. First Samuel chapter 9, the verse number 17 is Sewa. God bless you. When Samuel saw, saw, the Lord said, That's the man I told you about. He will rule my people. Okay, people, I want us to analyze this text. When Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said, That's the man I told you about. He will rule my people. Which means that in as much as all, let me say, even though God is in charge of his people he still needs a human being to rule them god said this man will rule my people so they are already god's people but god is still saying this man will rule my people now follow carefully i always say this no matter how spiritual you are you still need somebody a personality that will rule over you and this personality is supposed to be a man of god this man will rule my people they are already god's people and yet god is looking for a man who can rule his people this is why spiritual fatherhood is very important you are spiritual you are a christian you are a believer you have christ you have god but you still need a man of god who can still rule over you spiritually that is the whole point of spiritual fatherhood 
the man I told you about, he will rule my people. So do not think for a second that having a spiritual father is, is, is irrelevant. What matters is God. What matters is Jesus. Jesus is all that matters. And this same Jesus is the one who left the church in the care of the apostles to act as spiritual fathers to the church. Do we understand this? If you are here, you do not have a spiritual father. Advise yourself. Please. Verse 18. Just then, Saul approached someone at the gateway and asked, Can you please tell me where the seer's house is? And last week I told you, some of you, there are people asking you questions that those people are one day going to be your husbands or they are one day going to be your wives. They are one day going to be destiny helpers. They are one day going to be the kings of Israel. But you have no idea. Because they are asking as any other person. The Bible says, So ask Samuel, can you please tell me where the seer's house is? Saul was just asking this question as an ordinary man. He had no idea that he was going to become the king of Israel very soon. I am not preaching yet. I am just giving you highlights from the previous service. Because tonight is part two. So I am doing previously on, is this, sorry, is the seer here today? Verse 19. I am the seer, Samuel replied. Go up to the place of worship ahead of me. We will eat there together. And in the morning, I will tell you what you want to know and send you on your way. This life, whether you accept it or not, whether you like it or not, whether you are comfortable with it or not, there is something that you need to know. That is why it is important to have a prophet. There is something you need to know. There is something you must know. The Bible said, Saul said, I will tell you what you want to know and I will send you on your way. There is something you need to know. Now work with me verse 20 and don't worry about those donkeys that were lost three days ago for they have been found and i am here to tell you that you and your family are the focus of all israel's hopes you and your family you and your family you and your family you the focus I declare upon your life regardless of the circumstances you are going through you and your family shall become the focus you and your family will be the focus you and your family will be the reason the the the, the purpose or the will of God for the people you and your family will be the reason why something will happen for other people you and your family you and your family 
so i'm starting part two verse 21 the bible said saul replied but i am only from the tribe of benjamin the smallest tribe in israel and my family is the least important of all the families of that tribe why are you talking like this to me hear me somebody the conversation I am having with you now might sound as though it's so weird. Why are you talking to me like this, man of God? Why are you speaking in this manner? Why are you even preaching in this particular way, man of God? You know, or we know that this is not how you usually preach to us. Why are you talking to me like this? That is what Benjamin, sorry, that is what Saul is, is asking why are you talking to me like this why are you preaching like this why are you speaking like this why are you sharing such information why 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 i am speaking in this manner because i want somebody to get something i want somebody to understand something i want somebody to learn something i want somebody to realize something many people do not have a problem they only have not realized the solution let me repeat this many people do not have a problem they only have not realized the solution are we together <laughs> why are you talking to me like this grace um, so all these years you didn't know that you are the next man appointed for this country you didn't know so you have always been a solution but you thought you were a problem you are thinking because of the family you are coming from because of the tribe you are coming from because of the kind of situation the environment you grew up in you do not qualify for a particular position you are the one i am speaking to Tonight, I want to take it slow like this. Follow carefully. Why are you talking to me like this? Why? Why are you talking to me like this? Do you have no idea or have you not seen that I only come from the tribe of Benjamin? Some of you, because you are thinking you are airways, you think you have a problem because you are an airway. I came to tell you you don't have a problem because you are an airway. You don't have a problem because you are from a team. You, you don't have a problem because you are from whichever tribe in this country. Hear me. God is not choosing you because of your tribe. I am only from this tribe, man of God. You know, our tribe, we have this problem. Our tribe, these are our, our, these are our weaknesses. Our tribe, these are the things we struggle with. Our tribe, these are the things, the, the challenges we have. These are the difficulties, we, the battles we got to fight every day. You are the one I am speaking to. I'm only from the tribe of Benjamin. Think about it. I'm on a Ford year. Infante Ford year. In crying Ford year. Asante for the that is what I am talking about. I am only from this place. How can these things be? The smallest tribe in Israel. Some of you, your tribe is the least respected in Ghana. Some of you, your tribe is the least respected. 
what I am talking about is not a matter of respect to <laughs> I will not be shouting and screaming today if you are going to learn learn now I am not going to be shouting and screaming today if you are going to learn learn now I want to talk to you today my family is the least important of all the families of that tribe even amongst your tribe even in your village even in your hometown your family is still the least there is no royalty in your family there is no respect in your family there is no dignity in your family yes it seems like so but you are the one god is looking for you are the one god has chosen you are the one appointed for the next big thing my family is the least important I am telling you, some of us, we, we do not come from any special family. Some of us, you can even count the number of, of family members who have had the chance to, to travel outside this country. Your family is not any special. There are a lot of families that almost every member is either outside the country or is trying to, or has been there, or is trying to go there. And they have the means to make it happen some families are very special some families have whatever it takes they can contribute and give you whatever you need to move to your next level some families are more than able they are more than able they are more than able but some of us even pampas they will call you some of us they will call you and ask for 20 cities are you from a special family that somebody can call you in that family and ask for 20 cities 50 cities that is the same thing saul is talking about here why are you talking to me like this then why man of god why are you are you playing with my mind are you joking with me sometimes we give you some prophecies that seem as though is, is this man of god trying to play with my mind is he trying to take my money is he trying why 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 is he saying all of these things follow carefully verse 22 then someone brought Saul and his servant into the hall and placed them at the head of the table hear me somebody some of you eh you will be placed at the head of the table even when you didn't pray for it even when you didn't ask for it you'll be placed at the head of the table please learn Saul and his servant when God appoints you even your servants become special when God appoints you even your fingernails even you you do not respect it seems special to other people the common things about you the normal things the ordinary things the usual things about you still seem special to other people when God chooses you even your servants the least respected things about you are still chosen some of you, you think you can't speak well in public some of you even when you are speaking in public then you are struggling 
you you just can't you can't express yourself freely when you are in a when you are in an interview you struggle like something you shiver like something yes you are the one i am talking about you that same person who doesn't have the ability to speak well you that same person who doesn't have any good food to eat you that same person who cannot even afford the common things in this life you are the same person i am speaking to up you are the same person god wants to choose up you are the same person god has appointed up you are the same person god wants to work with up you are the same person up who will be placed at the head of the table come on let me speak to you now hear me stop crying somebody tell your neighbor stop crying tell your neighbor stop crying i am telling you we have been there before where we have been to a stage where where we what we will even eat is a problem what you even eat is a problem some of us we detached from our parents many years ago from there from the provisions of our parents many years ago many years ago i made the decision that i wasn't going to allow my dad and my mom to provide for me i will solely rely on god and i can tell you for a fact i really suffered for that decision we have been there before the fair you don't have we have been there before the food you cannot afford we have been there before the pains you are going through we have been there before hear me do not be too embarrassed i am telling you you are not the only one who have been through this and you are not the only one who is going through this i know great men of god who will still call us and beg us for money money men of god who speak and people are kneeling down and lying at their feet and after it is all and said after all is said and done they will still call you man of god please i beg you if you don't give me something small even what i will eat this evening i am telling you you are not the only believer going through this now let's speak to somebody now many of you you complain a lot because you make it seem as though why is it why is it just me why is it am i the only one look at my colleagues why are you looking at your colleagues in the first place well i have colleagues who are who are in better places now i have colleagues who are taking 10 times what i am taking now i have colleagues who are driving better cars than i am driving now but i'm not looking at them why are you looking at your colleagues we all have different paths we all have different destinies we all have different assignments and that is why our preparation will never be the same some will have it more easily but some will some will have to struggle first before they get that is it there is nothing you can do about that that is why i don't feel bad for anybody because i know it is just a matter of time i don't feel bad for anybody because i know it is just a matter of time i don't weep for anybody because i know it is just a matter of time i don't cry for anybody because i know it is just a matter of time i don't look down on anybody because i know it is just a matter of time see after me it is just a matter of time I'm not going to scream and shout today. But the service is still ongoing. Verse 22. 
Samuel brought Saul and his servant into the hall and placed them at the head of the table, honoring them above the 30 special guests. Imagine an event that have 30 special guests. How many Christian events do you do you visit or do you attend that you see 30 special guests there? The maximum you will see is it's like seven or six. The special guests are the are the ministers on the bill. The biggest you see are six, seven. In a, in, in in an event at a sitting. No. So imagine how huge this event was that the Bible said there were 30 special guests present. 30, 30, 30. Verse 23. Someone then instructed the cook to bring Saul the finest cut of meat, the piece that had been set aside for the guest of Anna. <laughs> God, I want you to learn something here. We are all eating meat, but some people are eating the finest cut of that meat. Listen to me carefully. That this is why you must stop comparing yourself to other people. We all eat meat, but others are eating the finest cut of that meat. Someone then instructed the cook to bring Saul the finest cut of the meat, the piece that had been set aside, the part that was supposed to be given to Saul. The Bible said it had been set aside. I am not talking about when you go to an event and they tell you we are sorry. The food, we have run out of food. We are sorry, we have run out of drink. We are sorry, we have run out of water. When people say that to you, it means that you are not as special as you think you are but the bible is saying when you finally become the guest of honor your part is set aside your peace is set aside your food is set aside your meat is set aside what am i saying what i am saying is after some of you are done with school your job will be set aside when your time is finally up your husband will be set aside when it is time for you to travel, your visa will be set aside. Your plane ticket will be Your plane ticket will be set aside. What am I saying? What I am saying is when you are supposed to die, you shall be set aside because you are not just a guest, but you are a guest of honor. Somebody say after me, I am a guest of honor. Somebody say after me, I am I'm a guest of honor. I prophesy upon your life. When the blessings of the Lord are released, your portion will be set aside. When the grace of God comes down, your portion will be set aside. When the glory of God comes down, your portion, come on, come on now, your portion will be set aside. In the mighty name of Jesus, what am I saying? What I am saying is, 
you can never lose your blessing you can never lose your part you can never lose your your, your purpose your destiny in the mighty name of Jesus whatever that is supposed to be yours I declare it shall come to you even if you missed it the first time it is coming back again what am I saying? What I am saying is when the allowances are coming, your path will be set aside. Even when you are not around, in the mighty name of Jesus, when babies are being released from heaven, what I mean is your path will be set aside. Your twins will be set aside. Your triplets will be set aside. In the mighty name of Jesus, what am I saying? What I am saying is whatever that is due you shall surely come to you in the mighty name of Jesus is the is the seer here today I came to tell you I came with the grace of God as the prophet of God chosen by the God most high to prophesy upon your life my coming here was not a mistake do not see yourself in a crowd you are the one I am speaking to you are the one I am prophesying to I am not prophesying to all but I can assure you I am prophesying to somebody I am not preaching to all but I can assure you I am preaching to somebody you will manifest your glory you will manifest your glory you will manifest your glory somebody help me I'll preach in a minute Tonight, I am not screaming, I am not shouting. But make sure you receive your part before we leave. Make sure you receive your part before you leave. Now, there are two interesting terms here, terminologies here, that were used by the prophet. The first term was special guest, and the second term was the guest of honor. There is something I want you to learn here, that the, the term special guest and the term guest of honor are related, but they can have slightly different connotations depending on the context. Here is a general distinction between the two I need you to understand that these two terms are not the same these two phrases are not the same the special guests are different from the guests of honor what am I saying what I am saying is a special guest typically refers to an individual who is invited to an event or gathering due to their significance expertise celebrity status or a specific role they play. What am I saying? What I am saying is a special guest is only invited because they have something to offer. A special guest is only invited because they have a name. A special guest is only invited because they have a large following on TikTok, on IG and Facebook. As a matter of fact, I do not even understand how special guests are even called special. Because how are you special? If you are only defined by what you can do, if you are only defined by what you can offer, if you can, if you are only defined by by 
what you can bring on board. That is not what I pray for. That is not what I am craving for. That is not what I need. Because a guest of honor is an individual who is given special recognition and prominence at an event. Often because they are being celebrated, awarded, or commemorated in some way. What am I saying? When it comes to a guest of honor, a guest of honor is not invited because of his money. A guest of honor is not invited because he can speak regardless of your abilities, regardless of your skills. When you become the guest of honor, nobody cares about all of that. The purpose of the gathering is so that you shall be celebrated. What am I saying at all? What I am saying is on my wedding day, even if Akufuadu showed up, Akufuadu would never have been the guest of honor because myself and my bride were already standing in that position. What am I saying? People came not because I was rich. People came not because I was favored. People came not because I had anything. Not because I was skillful. They only came to celebrate us. They only came to witness what God was doing with us. They only came to bless us. They only came to praise God with us. So we became the guests of honor. Regardless of the rich people who were there, they could never be the guests of honor. Even if Kennedy Japan showed up, he would never have been the guest of honor because there were two people who were already standing there. My spiritual father was there, but he couldn't be the guest of honor. My biological father was there, but he couldn't be the guest of honor. My biological mother was there, but, but she couldn't be the guest of honor. Our sponsors were there. They couldn't be the guest of honor. The rich people in our lives were there. They couldn't be the guest of honor. Regardless of what you have. There is nothing that makes you a guest of honor. You become the guest of honor by favor, by grace, by power, by appointment. What I mean to say is There are people under the sound of my voice You will not be chosen because you have a good voice You will not be chosen because you have a beautiful figure You will not be chosen because you can dress well But you will be chosen because The Lord is on your side You will be chosen because The Lord has blessed you You shall become the guest of honor You shall become the guest of honor You shall become the guest of honor Can I speak to somebody now a special guest may have a unique connection to the event such as being a keynote speaker a performer or someone with particular knowledge or skills relevant to the occasion which means that when the occasion is over the special guest is no longer special when the event is over the special guest is no longer special Special guests are only special as long as the event is still ongoing. Oh my God, am I speaking to somebody? But the guest of honor is usually the 
central figure of the event, the central figure of the event, and the gathering is organized specifically to honor them. The guest of honor becomes the foundational reason why everybody else is gathered. The woman she began to sing that song. Something oh, oh, hear me. These days, they will hold meetings in your workplace. But unfortunately, that day you will not be at work, or you will be late to work. But your boss will call you if you are not in the meeting. You will not go on if you are not there. You will not progress if you are not there. We cannot hold this meeting. Hear me, somebody. From today, I prophesy upon your life. Nobody else will be employed until you are satisfied. Nobody else will be blessed until you are blessed. Nobody else shall receive that which the Lord has released until you have taken your part. You shall become the guest of honor of your life, the guest of honor of your workplace, the guest of honor of your marriage, the guest of honor of your family. Am I speaking now? Am I speaking now? Nobody respects you now. Oh, that is old news. Nobody cares about you now. Oh, that is old news. Nobody cares about what you have to offer. Oh, that is old news. Say after me, I am the guest of honor. I am the guest of honor. I am the guest of honor. I'm not going to scream and shout today, but I'll preach in a minute. First Samuel chapter 9, the verse number 24. The verse number 24. Let me share this story with you. My spiritual father was telling us not long ago that in Canada, his son needed more money. But they said in Canada, you cannot exceed a number of hours. You cannot work for a number of hours if you're a student. But the boy needed to work and exceed those number of hours. So he called his father and his father being my spiritual father. He called my father, his father, and my father said, let us pray. So himself and his son and the family started praying. They started praying to God. One man, one family. They started praying to God that God extend the hours that my son can work in Canada because this boy needs money. My son needs money. My son needs money. They started praying. They started praying. It was only days later that the boy called his father and said, Daddy, can you believe that they have brought a new rule in the country, Canada? And now they are saying, it does a matter whether you are a student or not you can work for as long as you want to work it is entirely up to you one family could pray and change the rules of a country I am telling you if this thing had happened in the days of the Bible it would have been recorded because there were things that were recorded for less 
that a family could pray for a government to change their rules to favor their son just one boy just one boy i declare upon your life from today governments will change their mind governments will change their rules bosses will change their regulations to favor you in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus shout yes I'll preach in a minute. I'll preach in a minute. Hear me, somebody. So the cook brought in the meat and placed it before Saul. Go ahead and eat it. Samuel said, I was saving it for you even before I invited these ones. Hey, God, even before Samuel invited the 30 special guests, he had already saved the portion of Saul, Saul being the guest of Anna, he had already saved his portion. You will never miss what belongs to you. You will never miss what belongs to you. You will never miss what belongs to you. So Saul ate with Samuel that day. Hear me, from today you shall eat with great people. From tonight you shall feast with great people. Some of you, you are always drinking or eating with drunkards because you are always eating in a choba. See the places you eat. You, you just think about it. See the places you eat and the gutters that are there. There is no grace in it. There is no glory in it. You eat anyhow. You have never eaten together with a prominent person before. Every day, people who are angry are the people you feast with. People who are who are who are disgusting are people you eat with eating and saying all sorts of nonsense are the people you eat with from today even the people who eat with you will change baby you are always eating in a joint a joint there is a joint here every day there is a joint here every day there is a joint here every day joint where did they joint The Lord will change your story. The Lord will change your story. Mammy watching here, come on. The Lord will change your story. Mammy Ben. Mammy Ben watching here, come on. The Lord will change your story. It's a cry of holiness. Hear me. Verse 25, when they came down from the place of worship and returned to town, someone took so up. I want you to understand something. At the place of worship, there was feasting, there was eating. It is not every day that we go to the place of worship hungry. I am telling you, some of you, because of, of, of your poverty, you are always using fasting as an excuse to, to be spiritual. It is not true. Do you think 
preachers always come preaching with their bellies empty please don't be that naive when they came down from the place of worship what were they doing that they were eating they were feasting with with special guests and a guest of honor every day you are hungry because of that you are fasting every day you are hungry because of that you are i pray that from today you will not fast because you are hungry you will not fast because you are hungry you will not fast because you have nothing to eat you will not fast because you are hungry Abba. what am i saying what i am saying is you will not choose a man because you need something from him you will not be in a relationship because you cannot buy yourself an iPhone. You will not choose a person because you need something of this. You know this guy is not my class. This guy is not my, my level. And yet because of what you need, you, automatically the person is on your level. You will not fast because you are hungry. You will not fast because you are hungry. You will not fast because you are, hung, you are hungry. Some of you, your whole life has been, I'll take it like that. What, what more can I say? I'll take it like that. What more can I say? I'll take it like that. For how long will you take it like that? The Lord is changing your story. I said, the Lord is changing your story. I'll take it like that, man of God. Oh, I can't complain. I have this opportunity. I can't complain. I have this job. I, I can't complain. I did this. I can't complain. I have that they did this to me. I can't complain. Every day you can't complain. From today, you will live in an apartment where you are comfortable at. May the Lord cancel. I will live it like that. I will take it like that. I will manage it like that. For how long will you manage? You are not a manager. I pray that the Lord will change your story in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I came that you might have life, number one, and have it abundantly. The certain is some people do not even have the life to have it abundantly. See the way you are living. Is this how life is supposed to be? And this thing that I'm talking about, I am not talking about the young lads who just, who just completed the university. You guys are still young. Your whole life is ahead of you. I am talking about those of you who are pushing 35. Those of you who are pushing 40. Those of you who are pushing 36. 30 that, 30 that. Those of you who are in your 30s, you're already pushing at, 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 at a particular age. You are the ones I am referring to. Miracle is still young. How old is Miracle? She's not the one I'm talking about. Don't even receive this. I mean, you guys, your parents are still taking care of you. If you come to a crime, you see the way people are struggling here. That grown men, grown men can message you on, on Facebook. Man of God, please, can I get 20 cities so that I can buy myself something to eat? Oh, God. You see the places people are living in Accra here? The kiosks, the containers people are living in Accra, people are living in, in Accra here? Oh, God. Seven people, eight people, fifteen people, one bedroom, one container, one chaos. When they came down from the place of worship, twenty verse twenty-five, and returned to town, Samuel took Saul up to the roof of the house and prepared a bed for him there. 
that a man is preparing a bed for another man isn't this too special some of you you are in relationships even your 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 partners the men your partners have never washed your bed sheet before to think of going to prepare a bed for you you are funny a prophet is preparing a bed for the next king a man of god is uh, we are planning to marry but we are planning to marry but man of god is okay you is okay maybe after we marry things will change are you sure some of us our women started washing our things way back before we even started discussing marriage i'm telling you hmm. <laughs> and the prophet prepared a bed for him there ah god verse 26 at daybreak the next morning someone called to Saul get up it is time you were on your way hear me anybody that has a spiritual father you need to incline your ears to when they tell you to start something the programs that my son Paul is doing in Kumasi, he will tell you, I called to him and I said, son, you are supposed to start this thing by now. It is not every, every time that the Holy Spirit will tell you to start something. That is why he has, he has given you spiritual fathers. Listen or learn to listen to your spiritual fathers. When they tell you to start something, when they tell you to start searching, when they tell you to start applying, when they tell you to give your tithes, when they tell you to do a particular thing, learn to incline your ears to their instructions. The Bible said at daybreak the next morning, someone called to saw get up it's time you were on your way why is the prophet is is a is solid child i am asking you some of you when your prophets your men of god give you instructions you feel as though why am i a child am i a child to tell me what you what, what to tell me what what i have to do to tell me what you want me to do am i a child uh, hey people even waking up and you, you see Saul was only going to his own household his own house he needed the prophet to tell him get up and go to your house get up and go it is time get up and go hear me some of you you have a ministry some of you you have a calling but it will take a prophet for the Lord through him to tell you to get up and start something to get up and do a flyer to get up and get and, and meet me at the mountain and pray to to get up and meet me at a and pray does it mean you are not wise does it mean you are foolish does it mean you can't think for yourself it is not it is none of those things at all it is a matter of spiritual principles it is a matter of spiritual enlightenment it is a matter of spiritual instructions that go from god through his professor to his people that it will take a prophet to tell you let this business go and start this new one let this idea go and start this new one do not think you are wiser than your spiritual father you are not do not think you are more spiritual than your spiritual father you are not do not think you know what you are doing you do not learn to incline your ears 
to the voices of your prophets is the seer here today oh yes of course the seer is here who do you think i am do you think i just gathered the people here 20 people here just to waste your time do you think i only came here to waste your bundles to waste your data i will not bring myself this low I came to throw to you that which the Lord has bestowed upon me. The only thing I have that you do not have is my willingness to obey. My willingness to obey. It is not because I am too anointed. It is only because I am willing to obey. It is not because I am too special. It is only because I am willing to obey. It is not because I have something you do not have. It is only because I am willing to obey for how long do we have to talk to you about a matter for how long do we have to draw your attention to your calling do you not know you are called are you a child have I not called you already and told you to rise up onto your feet and get up and do something have I never called you before that stop staying in your comfort zone get out there start searching for a job for how long will you die in your hunger for how long will you die the Bible said they kill us every day and yet we do not die think about it how did they kill us they kill us in ways where we no longer have the faith we no longer have the hope we no longer have the confidence to engage ourselves in the things of God that is how we die daily I want you to understand if you give the devil the chance you will die so many times before you truly die what am I saying what I am saying is stop starving your friends stop starving your family stop starving your husband stop starving your family get out there and look for a job get out there and look for a place to serve get out there and do something what do you think you are doing is the seer here today oh yes of course I came to tell you get up it is time you got up and did something Papa I wanted to do this but I didn't know how to go about it Papa I wanted to start this but I didn't know how to go about it have I not already told you to do it this way You think God has the time to waste that the answers you are looking for, he has already given it to a man of God. And yet, you are still there, turning around 360 every day, doing nothing. And, and, and hear me, faith without works, the Bible said, is dead. Some of you have faith that God is going to provide. Some of you have faith that God is going to take care of you. Some of you have faith that God is going to do this. But what are your works? Because the faith alone cannot do anything for you. What are your works? You have the faith that you will not die. You have the faith that you will not be broke. But what works are you putting in place to ensure that your faith is truly happening or coming to pass? Saul <laughs> so, has been anointed 
as the king or has been prophesied to as the next as the first king of israel and yet there was a time that he had to get up at daybreak at the instruction of the prophet the bible said so saw god ready a very grown man like this he needs another man to tell him get up and get ready it is not because saul was a child it was because he was waiting for the instructions of god so Saul got ready and he and Samuel left the house together which meant that before Saul got ready the prophet was already prepared hear me somebody I always say this and I'll always say this because that is the truth there is nothing I ever or I will ever advise people to do if I've not already done it or tried it myself. So the readiness or the or, 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 or the processes you are going through to prepare yourself, you need to know I have already gone through it. I am not the kind of prophet who tells you to do something and I just go back into my bedroom and misbehave or do things anyhow or do the exact opposite of what I've advised you to do. I make sure I am already prepared before I ask you to get ready. This message probably is not for everybody, but I know that this message is for somebody. If I am asking you to give, it is because I give like I am crazy. If I am asking you to tithe, it is because I tithe like I am crazy. If I am asking you to serve, it is because I serve like I am crazy. If I am asking you to be, if I am asking you to be consistent, it is because, listen, my consistency is, it, it, it is very evident. Everybody can see it. I have men of God from all over who are always talking about how cons- they are not talking about my anointing. They are not talking about my grace. They are not talking about how I preach. They are only talking about how consistent I am. Being consistent is more important. I am telling you. You want God to help you? You need to be consistent in that thing. You want to find a job? You need to be consistent in that thing. You want to do well in life? You need to be consistent with the way you are planning your future. If you want to do well in life, you must be consistent. I'm asking you, do you not think I am consistent? Do you not think I am committed to this work that I am doing? Do you think we are joking here? Do you think we come when it is convenient? Verse 27, the Bible said, When they reached the edge of town, Samuel told Saul to send his servant on ahead. After the servant was gone, Samuel said, Stay here, for I have received a special message for you from God. Hear me. It is not everywhere that you can go with everybody. Samuel told Saul to send his servant on ahead. 
Some of you, wherever you are going, you want to carry all your siblings there. Wherever you are going, you want to carry your wife there. Wherever you are going, you want to carry your husband there. Wherever you are going, you want to carry everybody in your life there. What is wrong with you? People, tell your servant to go on ahead because the rest of the message was for some, was for Saul alone. Learn to be wise. Now you are destroying your opportunities. It's not everywhere that you can go with your friends. Learn to be wise. It is not everywhere that you can go with your family. Learn to be wise. It is not everywhere that you can go with your boyfriend. Learn to be wise. Send your servant on ahead. After the servant was gone, some messages are only released after your sisters are gone. Some messages are only released after your brothers are gone. Some messages are only released after your mother is gone. That message will never come until you are alone. Someone said, stay here for I have received a special message for God. F sorry, from God for you. Special messages are not for everybody. Special messages are not for everybody. Special messages are not for everybody. When I am picking the theme for my messages, I already know which ones people will listen to and which ones people will not listen to. And yet I preach it anyway. Why? Because special messages are not for everybody. Is the seer here today? It's one of the messages that people have not listened to at all. You know why? Because special messages are not for everybody. <laughs> I don't know if I am speaking to somebody. Let me jump to first Samuel chapter 10, verse 1, because of our time. Then Samuel took a flask of olive oil. There are times that you are anointed in secret. I've, I've told about three people that I'll be anointing them at Adulam. Why Adulam? Why Adulam? Why Adulam? <laughs> Samuel never anointed Saul's head until he was alone, until they were in a private space. For about 30 seconds, begin to minister. Hear me, somebody. If you cannot learn to separate yourself to come to the secret places of prayer, then there is a level of anointing that you can never get. Someone took a flask of olive oil, poured it over Saul's head. He kissed Saul and said, I am doing this because the Lord has appointed you to be the ruler over Israel. His special possession. Verse 2. When you leave me today. Hear me. Hear me. Hear me. This, he, 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 listen to this carefully. When you leave me today. Hear me. Some of you, your reference point will always come back to a prophet and a particular anointing service. 
Samuel said, when you leave me, he didn't say when you leave here, he said when you leave me, so the atmosphere he needed to be in was the atmosphere of Samuel. There are some men of God, they can get to a place in the spiritual realms that they can become an atmosphere. So he said, when you leave me today, what am I saying? Samuel said, when you leave me today, you will see two men beside Rachel's tomb at Zelza on the border of Benjamin. They will tell you that the donkeys have been found and that your father has stopped worrying about them and is now worried about you. He is asking, have you seen my son? What am I saying? What I am saying is when you leave me tonight, you shall encounter a man who shall change your life. When you leave me tonight, you shall encounter a woman who shall change your life. When you meet, when you live here, and when you leave me tonight, you shall see an encounter and go through an encounter you have never seen before. And that will be the end of your struggles. And your spiritual life will be set ablaze. And you shall be purified and set on fire. What am I saying? What I am saying is when you leave me today, you are not going back to your old life. You are not going back to masturbation. You are not going back to fornication. You are not going back to adultery. You are not going back to abuse. You are not going back to drunkenness. You are not going back to laziness. You are not to, you are not going back to anything that doesn't align with the will of God. What am I saying? What I am saying is when you leave me tonight, you shall see the glory of God. Is the seer here today? When you leave me. It will begin when you leave me. It will begin. This is why men of God cannot camp their sons and daughters. When you do that, they can never be blessed. You need to release your sons to go. You need to release your sons to, to start something. You need to release your sons to be involved or, or do things in their own way. You need to release your sons to begin their destiny. You need to, because someone said, when you leave me, which means that everything I am saying will never happen until you leave. Are we together? Are we together? <laughs> and those of you, you are some of you are too attached to your prophet. You you do not know how to leave them, even when they tell you to go, you don't want to go. It is hear me. It is not everything that you must call your prophet. You must learn to leave your prophet. That is the only way you can learn to fight on your own. That is why the Bible said, even a man will leave his mother and father and shall be joined unto his wife and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall become one flesh. There is a point of leaving her. There is a moment of leaving her. There is a point of departure where you are not still supposed to be calling your man of God. Papa, I had a dream and I saw a house fly. Papa, I had a dream and I was drinking water. Papa, I had a dream and I was 
sleeping papa i had a dream and i was doing this you are not a child bring the important messages to your prophet and take the little ones up and learn to deal with them on your on your own you are not a child you are not a baby you are not a child so those of you who usually do that you know that one thing i do is that i i ignore you a lot papa i had a dream papa i had a dream and i saw a light papa i had a dream and i was wearing shoes papa i had a dream and i was going to take my bath papa do you not want to grow up do you want to be a child forever you cannot be a child forever if you if you only accepted jesus today some things we can understand them we can help you with them but it cannot continue for the rest of your life for three years you are still doing these same things for two years you are still doing the, it means you are not growing when you leave me learn to live learn to stay on your own learn to be alone learn to be on your own learn to fight alone only when the fight becomes too tough that is when you come to your prophet hear me somebody i am not shouting but i'm preaching to somebody when you get to the oak of tabor you will see three men coming toward you who are on their way to worship god at bethel one one will be bringing three young goats another will have three loaves of bread and the third will be carrying a wine skin full of wine follow carefully verse 4 they will greet you and offer you two of the loaves which you are to accept hear me some of you do not know how to accept because i don't know if it is culture or whatever but society has taught us to reject things automatically oh it's okay oh it's fine oh, oh. and they are fake laughter me hey massa <laughs> hey listen they will greet you and offer you two of the loaves what is a loaf of bread in ghana today you can get a loaf of bread for eight cities you can get some small tea bread for eight cities so two loaves of bread is like 16 cities what is 16 cities it is nothing but the prophet said they will greet you and offer you two of the loaves which you are to accept listen you are not too big for some things some of you the opportunity you have is very little the job will only pay you 300 cities the job will only pay you 200 cities the job will only pay you 500 cities be wise and learn to accept two loaves of bread is nothing but you will accept it it is a must he even said you are to accept which means it is compulsory if you do not accept the bread you have missed the bigger mark please do not walk with the mindset i am too big for these things i am too big for this opportunity i'm talking about opportunities oh i'm not talking about sex before marriage 
I'm talking about opportunities. You are not too big for any opportunity, but it is good that you are too big for sex before marriage. Yes, that is good. But please, you are not too big for an opportunity. They only pay you 400. They only pay you 500. They only pay you 600. Take it. Do their job. Take it. Accept it. Accept it. I was talking to one of my daughters not long ago who just moved to Accra not long ago. I was talking to her. I said, daughter, so what do you do now? She said, Papa, I'm still homo. The following time. What do you do now? Papa, I'm still homo. What do you do now? The third time she said, I have found a job at a salon. I said, really? And you took it and said, yes, Papa. And I took it. This is a university graduate. Learn to accept opportunities. It is through this acceptance that God will make you or give you something better. Stop turning down opportunities. You don't have anything better. Stop turning down opportunities. Please, there are times that God himself can instruct you to turn down an opportunity. That's not what I am saying. Listen, naturally, if God doesn't command you to turn down an opportunity, please accept it. Are you hearing me? I was talking to another daughter. She said, Papa, there is a big bank here that is close to my house. This and that and that. And I've applied there. I want to work there. But still, I haven't heard from them. I told her, daughter, the Lord said, this opportunity is not for you. So please, go back to your old place. She wasn't happy about it. But she listened to my voice. She went to the old place. The last time she called me, she said, Papa, I'm almost, my stay there is almost over now they will offer you two loaves of bread which you are to offer it's what they now oh the pace this oh it's not anything Ibia. it's not anything Ibia. i've seen university graduates who were doing extra classes and taking 200 cities a month university graduate taking 200 cities a month extra classes because there is no job have seen university graduates who are only installing windows windows 10 on 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 cds windows 10 the person is done with the university it student computer science student computer engineering student and the only thing they they are doing now is that they only install windows 10 for people's computers it is no good but they accepted it You are too big for an opportunity. Okay. When you arrive at Gibeah, Saul, think about it all. Saul was going to be the king of Israel. Do you understand what it means to be the king? That you meet a kufuado and you give him two loaves of bread. He will slap you. He will even have the time. Even the bodyguards will not even allow you. You won't, you won't even get a chance to talk to them. And then you offer them two loaves of bread. A, a whole president of a country yes but the prophet said you shall accept it when you arrive at Gibeah of God where the garrison of the Philistines is located you meet a band of prophets coming down from the place of worship they will be playing a harp a tambourine a flute and a lyre they will be prophesying at that time 
time the spirit of the lord will come powerfully upon you and you will prophesy with them hear me somebody hear me hear me nanadi eva miracle if you are here please type something i want to know you are here i'll be closing very shortly queen rudy great sam esther sewa hear me listen to me attentively there are two kinds of people who claim they are prophets that or, or let me say there are two kinds of people that the, the church members think or consider them prophets learn this and learn this from me today as a prophet of god i have been privileged to stand in this position of a prophet for years now and i've still have not lost the spirit of god and god has taken the spirit of god for me by his own grace i am still standing in this position so please hear me when i say this there are two kinds of people that those of you under the sound of my voice you consider prophets number one those who are truly prophets and they stand in the position of prophets stand in the office of the prophet they have the mantle of a prophet and the second category of people are those who prophesy with prophets hear me if you are not careful you might think that those who prophesy with prophets are also prophets God when you arrive at Gibeah of God, where the garrison of the Philistines is located, you will find a band of prophets coming down from the place of worship. Prophets are always coming. They are always in a place of worship. They are always coming from the place of worship. Everything they do through prophets is always connected to the spirit of God and the spirit realm. Hear me. do prophets not have fault they are human beings they have a lot of faults but prophets have a special connection i always say this to the spiritual realm more than every other person why because of the position god himself has placed them now the second category of people are not prophets but the spirit of god can come upon them for them to prophesy together with the true prophet if you are not careful you might think that because they are prophesying they are prophets but i want you to understand a prophet is not a person that prophesies a prophet is a person who has a straight connection to the spiritual realm that God himself reveals mysteries through them. You are not a prophet because you are prophesying. If you are not careful. So all of these young guys are calling themselves prophets. Prophets. So listen, I can come here for a year and not give a single prophecy. Which still will never change my position as a prophet of God. 
But you see, what I mean to say is, as a prophet, I do not need the Spirit of God to come upon me before I start prophesying. You know why? Because the Spirit of God is continually inside or re- revitalized on the inside of me. When I listen, I prophesy when I am told to, not when the Spirit comes upon me. So when the Spirit of God can come upon me strongly and still I will not prophesy, it is only those who are not prophets who prophesy because the Spirit of God has come upon them. Prophets only prophesy when God asks them to. It doesn't matter how powerful the Spirit of God will come upon me. I will still not, I will still not prophesy until God says go. <laughs> Most of the people you are chasing after, they are not prophets. So, so those people, most of them, you have to play songs. You have to play this. You have to do that. You have to pray for long before they can start prophesying. I can decide to end the service right now. Or stop preaching right now and start prophesying. And by the grace of God, I can prophesy to everybody. <laughs> God. You meet a band of prophets, and you also, after the spirit of the Lord comes upon you, you prophesy with them. Saul is not a prophet, he is prophesying because the spirit of the Lord has come upon him upon him. And one thing you need to know is that when the spirit of God comes upon you, it is not permanent, it will live again. Oh, sorry, he will live again. Eva. He will live again. And you will be changed into a different person. He didn't say you will be changed into a prophet. Because prophets are not... People do not change to become prophets. No. Prophets are called to become. They are anointed to become. They are chosen and appointed by God to become. Papa Jay, I wanted to speak to you the last time. At the midnight vigil, but I didn't have the chance. The Lord told me to tell you to meet us at Adulam because the Lord wanted me to anoint you. But I think I called you several times at the midnight vigil, and I think you were off. The Lord wants me to anoint you. So I don't know if you can talk to your wife too, and you guys can make it on the 16th of September. I have to anoint you. I have to anoint you. People. That is why I always say this. Instead of chasing after prophets, chase after men who are connected to the spirit of holiness, to the spirit of purity, to the spirit of God. That is the spirit of God. They are are in constant relationship. It doesn't matter whether they prophesy or not. Once they are connected to the spirit of God continually, that is all you need. And if you have a father that has that connection with the Holy Ghost, where are you off to? Where are you off to? I can tell you for a fact, people are not in prayer life because of prophecies. Those of you who listen to me every day, you know for a fact, how often do I prophesy here? That miracle, I see this. Grace, I see this. Eva, I see this. Josephine, I see this. I will tell you, when I have to prophesy, I prophesy. There is one day throughout the entire year that I have dedicated through the instructions of God to, to strict prophecies. And that is 
2022 prophecies 2023 prophecies and this year we are going to do 2024 prophecies and we always do this on christmas on the 25th on the 25th of december we always do 20 the, the, the following year prophecies that i give prophecies concerning what is going to happen to those under the sound of my voice in the coming years queen rody are you listening to me because i always prophesy to you no that's false miracle are you listening to me because i always prophesy to you that is false no we please the word of god above everything because even prophecy the bible said prophecies are only in parts it doesn't matter how deep you go it is not the complete vision that is what god is saying the only thing that can grow to become complete is the word of god because the word of god is the seed that i plant in your heart that when you are able to accept this seed on a good ground it will grow to become great things and spring forth great miracles and great testimonies and and and, and massive things hear me if you under the sound of my voice my name is vincent chamatin i wanted to speak to you as a seer today and i took my time and i've spoken to you as a seer the beautiful thing about seers and prophets is that when a prophet speaks he releases a spirit according to ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2 every prophecy is a spirit the word of god that i am sharing with you jesus said the word i speak they are spirit and they are life this word that i am sharing with you they are spirit and they are life but i can never force anybody to accept it it is up to you to open up your heart to open up yourself your spirit your mind to receive this i have done my job as a seer someone said to saul when you meet them they will offer you two loaves of bread make sure you accept them and then you will see a band of prophets coming from the place of worship playing instruments and the spirit of the lord will come powerfully upon you and you shall prophesy with them now as to as to whether you will follow the word the instructions i have given you that is entirely yours to decide i cannot decide for you i cannot decide for anybody no leader here can decide for anybody it is entirely up to you but it is my prayer that above all else you shall place the word of god above your needs you shall place the word of god 
above your trouble you shall place the word of God above your request and if you are able to do this and listen to the instructions the Lord has given you through me you are coming to the new chapter of your life hear me by the end of September I see about 15 people under the sound of my voice who are testifying about the great new thing the Lord has done in their lives come on and you shall say man of God it was after I left you man of God it was after I listened to your message man of God it was after I encountered your God man of God it was after you prayed for me man of God it was after you prayed to us man of God it was after I encountered God through your message I see about 15 people I see about 15 people oh I don't know whether you are part but I see about 15 people oh I don't know whether you are part but I see about 15 people are you part of them I don't know are you part of them I am asking are you part of them I am asking are you part of them I declare upon your life that the sea is in the house today the sea is in the house tonight and I came to prophesy that which I have seen and I pray that the Lord God of heaven is about to blow your mind the Lord God of heaven is about to blow your mind by the end of September 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 in the name of Jesus Christ.